Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. When you are spiritual, you become lively. You become alive. When a sister is spiritual, she becomes alive. When your spirit is alive, you are very active. I mean, you cannot be in a service like this and not be active. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the word of God. Thank you for listening to the word of God with us. Find us on Facebook at Flaming Fire Revolution. God bless you richly and remember, it's a Jesus revolution. Oh, amen. Do we have some flavors in the house? Then if you're excited like I am excited, give the Lord a shout. Amen. There is none like our God. Hallelujah. Just enjoy some music. <laughs> amen. Satisfy my soul like you who net could love me and comfort like you do who could ever be more faithful and true yes I will trust in you oh I will trust in you my Lord who can satisfy my soul like you who never could love me and comfort like you do who could ever be more faithful and true yes I will trust in you all I will trust in you my My very own Blessed Redeemer He reigns upon the throne You reign You reign Who can satisfy My soul like you And comfort like you do Lord, who could ever be More faithful and true I will trust in you I will trust in you My Lord Hey, there is a fountain Who is the king? Victory 
Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the wonderful blessing of being in church today. Thank you for the different and wonderful things you are doing in our lives. Thank you for the blessings we are experiencing and for your wonderful hand upon us. Lead us, bless us, and let this time be a time of interaction with you and a blessing from you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I traveled somewhere recently, and I met many people who told me that they are buying plane tickets to attend Flaming Fire Service. So, I believe that you also one day will buy a plane ticket to attend a church service somewhere outside at the, at the back of the oceans. Amen. I am continuing to share with you today on the pillar I began to talk about last week. Turn your Bibles to Philippians chapter 1 and verse 21. It's our foundational text. It is what everything we are saying and learning is built upon. Paul was writing to a church. And he was ministering to the church. Saying wonderful things. Blessing them. Ministering to them. But in chapter 1 of Philippians, verse 21, he made a very, very loaded statement, which has become the basis for this series I've been sharing with you, which thousands of others are also enjoying on podcasts. He said, for me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Amen. That is for me, Paul said, for me to be alive means to live like Christ. You will not find any adulteration or dilution of my Christianity, of my spiritual life. Not many Christians can say this, that to live is Christ. A lot of people have got 10% Christ, 90% devils. Some are doing 50-50. Yes. In the Volta region, we say it is a bovire hosevire type of Christianity. Bovire hosevire. A little God, a little witchcraft. A little God, a little juju. A little God, a little idol. Bovire hosevire. 
50-50 or 40-60 or 30-70. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, do you know Bovide? <laughs> also, do you know Josevide? <laughs> A lot of people are doing Bovide, Josevide Christianity. Small, small. Eddie, are you here? Are you in the church? Good. But Paul was not doing bovide hosevide. A little God, a little of the world. Some people, when you take their phones and you look at their music, it's a bovide hosevide music. A little God, a little unbeliever music. Yes. I don't even want to go into other areas. Hey. But this series is to help you to depart from a 50-50 Christian life. There is not, God is not interested in 80-20, It is 100-0. Zero. 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 Maybe you are listening to me and you are now 60-40. Or 75, 25. Keep pressing on. Keep pressing on. Maybe your music is 80, 20. Keep pressing on. Maybe your friends are 40, 60. Don't worry. A day will come, you will also speak like Paul. That for me, to be alive means all of Christ. No dilution, no games. Tell your neighbor, no games. Yes, no games. I remember very well when I began this series, I talked to you about the value of living for Christ. If you go to the first message, that, or second, that it is a very major blessing for you to live like a Christian. You see, when you live like a Christian, you depart or you save yourself a lot of problems i'm telling you i'm telling you and by the way i don't know if i've told you because sometimes we forget to say these things so when we remember we say it let me inform you today it is not easy to be a christian yeah it is not easy there's a price to pay why sh should you pay a price? Because Christianity is a valuable lifestyle. Very valuable. When you become a Christian, your life develops a very high value. You know, when you meet your unbeliever friend, you go to school, the friends who don't go to church, you know, this type of worldly boys and girls, when you see them, they may appear to be, it's like, it's like they are living an exciting life and you are living a boring life. But just down the road, you will discover that you are the one rather with life. The Bible says, in him was life. Life is in Christ. Yes, real life. If you want to enjoy life, that life is in Christ. In him was life. 
and the life was the light of men. So today, without wasting much time, did you enjoy the word time? What did you listen to today? What did you listen to today? The spirit of... Eddie, what did you listen to today? The babyhood stage. Did you all listen to the same message? Or some of you listen to different things? Yes, and uh, what, what did you listen to? The spirit of a saved man is what? Truly righteous and holy. Did you enjoy the message? You did. It was powerful. Yeah. Flaming fire, we have two services. And make sure you are here for the two services. That's why I have bought headphones for everyone from Dubai. <laughs> yes. In fact, this one came from China. Yes. Did you see the new ones? Do you have the new ones? Oh, I've got the new ones there. I've got new ones. New, brand new. We've got the SD cards. Yes, everybody will have one. CZ for it. Yeah. So before I come to preach, you soak a message. Because I want you to learn it. The art. Because, you see, to live Christ, you need to understand that one of the pillars is the words of Christ. You can't be a Christian you can't live a spiritual life and you have thrown the word of God away. That's why I'm training you to learn how to soak messages. On your own, as you grow, I will withdraw all my headphones and you yourself should find your own MP3 player. But now you are children. That is why I am buying things for you. But you, you won't get it free all the time. Amen. So today, I'm, I'm continuing with one of the pillars. The pillar I began to share from last week which is the love of Christ. Is that not what I shared last week? Yeah. That if you want to say that all your life is Christian, you must love the things God loves. Yes. And last week, I began with the first thing you must love, which is what? The Father's business. The father's business. I'm happy to see Inshi and Co. On the, on the instruments there. Do something. Ask your neighbor to tell you what he or she is doing in the church. Yes. Ask a person, what are you doing? Yes. You are a dancer. And, and why didn't you dance today? You were sick on Saturday. Are you better now? A little. Wow. It's good you came to church, even though you're not feeling well. Clap your hands for her. What's your name? Christabel. Lovely. Clap your hands for Christabel. So, today, I'm going to talk about the second thing you must love, which Christ also loved. And I want you to turn your Bibles. To Luke chapter 15. Luke 
Everybody, look. 15. The second thing you must love is a person. This time, not the father's business, but you must love the wayward child. The wayward child. The wayward boy. The wayward girl. You must love them. And, and the, 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 the essence of this message is to explain what it means to love them. People who don't go to church. Sinners, to be precise. Godless, to be accurate. Godless. If you want to love like Christ, you cannot love only the people who pray. I was very happy Auntie Mimi told me that even the dancers, uh, two or so of them, three of them, are, are just, I mean, um, new converts. When you went for outreach, did you go for your outreach? Who are the three who just joined? Two of you. You were not in church. I see. Where was the outreach done? New site. Is that where you live? Pantan Village. Where do you live? Oyarefa. So, so this service... It's new to you. Or did you used to come here before? Just last week. And you. Today. Clap your hands for the dancing stars. Yes. Little boys and girls. They went to do outreach. Very important. Now. Luke 11, 15. Verse. Luke 15, sorry. Verse 11. And he said, a certain man had two sons. Are you reading your Bible? Yes. And the younger of them, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there, are you reading with me? Verse 13. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, 
Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. Now, this is a point you need to note. But when he was yet a great way off, the father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto his father, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in thy sight. I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead. Watch it. This my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to be merry. Here ends the reading of the first scripture. And you see what? Thanks be to God. Amen. Now, I, I, am, I am even enchanted by what the father said in verse 24. For this my son was dead and is alive again. Which means that dead people can come alive again. Spiritually dead people can come alive again. People who were alive, died, can come alive again. This guy was in the father's house alive. He moved away from the father and died. Spiritually, you see, when you are far from God and from church and from the people God places into your life, you die. You die. You die. That is why when God made the Garden of Eden, you remember he told Adam that the day you eat this fruit, you will die. But you remember that when Adam ate it, he lived for hundreds of years. He didn't die physically because there is such a thing as spiritual death, which is what I'm talking about today. Yeah, that the people you must also have compassion for are people who are spiritually off. People who don't go to church. People who don't respect church. You must love them. Yes. You must have compassion for them. Not everybody, you see, if you go back, you will notice that the Bible says this man had two sons, two children, which is 50-50. So one child was good and the other child was bad. Which is what you are going to find. Even in the church, you'll find church members who are good and church members who are bad. 
here, as you sit here, not everybody here is a good Christian. Some of us sitting here have got secret things in your baggage that you know that if you were to die right now, it won't be easy for you. Yes. Yes. It won't be easy for you. So there are people, listen very carefully, as you are in the church praying, singing, dancing, there are people who are like the other son of this man. All they want to do in life is to move away from the father. They don't want the father's house. They don't want the church. They are not interested in anything, prayer. This, in fact, when they see you as a Christian, they laugh at you that you don't have sense. You don't have sense. You are wasting your time. But later on, they will discover that they were the ones, rather, do you know what? Wasting their time. Yes, wasting their time means that. And I pray that no one here listening to me will fall into what I'm about to describe. When I say wasting their time, I mean, when you finish waste, I mean, going out of God, doing all the things, excitement, when you come back, you see, you come back, it's like a school. It's like a school. Working with God is like a school. You know, if you and I are classmates, class one, class two, class three, how old will somebody in class three be? Class three, eight years, seven, eight. When we are in class three, you stop school and go and do farming. Then I will go to class four. I'll write exams, I'll fail, I'll pass, go to class five, pass class six. Then was JHS one. All the time, I'm in JHS one and two and three, and I'll go to uh, WAS, SS one, SHS, sorry, SHS one, SHS two, and what else? Three, three, SHS three. How old will I be by then? 17. When I'm in SHS 3, you who stopped school when we were in class 3 at the age of 8, farming, killing lizards, fooling around, <laughs> then, listen very carefully. What I'm saying, eh? <laughs> and that's why I have already said, I pray it doesn't happen to you. When you are 17 and I am in SHS 3 and you now decide, you decide that, wow, what have I done? I could have gone to school. I've wasted my life. I've wasted my time. No, I want to go back to school. You can go back to school. But you will not come to SHS 3. <laughs> when you return, you are coming back to class 3 as a 17 year old boy even class because the, 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 all the years 8 to 17 is what? 9 9 years you would have forgotten class 3 yeah yes one of our pastors he said when he was in secondary school not this SHS time those days we used to do O level A level form 1 somebody one of his mates was in school with his son Yes. 
<laughs> but have you not heard of 80-year-olds who go to university? You've not heard it when you are young. 80-year-olds, 70, 60. So they, are, they, they, they make the news. A 75-year-old man just had his first degree, had his uh, master's. Because you cannot abandon God and then roam and roam full around when you return to be at the same place. So the father of the two boys, he told the elder brother that, don't be angry. And he whispered into his ears, everything I have is for you. He is now coming to start. Yeah, because, no, listen. When do we read about the, the elder brother? The father had sent him. You cannot be smooching girls and somebody's at home being sent to the farm. Bring yam. Kwame, go and buy petrol. Kwame, go to town. And you, you are in, in a place blowing money. Then when you return, you share 50-50. That's why I'm saying to you that <laughs> this message is very important because I am praying. See, even though I'm talking about wayward children, you yourself, be careful because by being in church, you see, yesterday I had a meeting with some people. And I told them, university students, maybe I should also tell you. I don't know how you, I can even explain to you. But I told them that, you know, Legon. Legon. Yes. Those of you who know Legon, there's a place called Oponglo Junction. There's a big traffic light road, you know. But before you get to the Oponglo Junction from Legon, all the road to the junction is Legon. When you cross the junction into East Legon, uh, what do you call that place? Oh, we have a branch there. But let's see, Oponglo. Oponglo, yeah. Yeah, Oponglo. That side is not Legon, it's town. So I told them that in the university, Legon, we learn. We get first class. That's where I learned that they said there's something like strong upper. You don't know all these things. Don't worry. But I told them that all the first class and second upper and strong upper is for Legon. For Legon campus. When you cross the open glow junction into town, that is also a school. It's called the school of life. <laughs> You may get first class inside the campus and come out and get fail. <laughs> because life also is a school. It's a school. For you to go to church means that you have already started the course of life. Yes. Every message you hear, anything that changes your life, helps you to pass the exam because you also need first class in life. You need seven ones in life. It's not, you can get eight A's in Wasi, but life also has got its own Wasi. <laughs> so people get eight A's in Wasi and do not get eight A's in life because life also has got its exams. Has got its exams. And I'm saying to you that as you are in church, what you may not know is that God is helping you. The, 
the messages you hear, the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, they help you to have a head start to take the lead in the exam. So your friends who don't go to church, they will finish school. You will also finish school and discover that you have what they have, but they don't have what you have. You have the eight A's, seven A's and a B, six A's and two, three B's. When they get eight A's, I know people who are in, who are in church who, got, who had eight A's. So you can be in church and get eight A's. You should get eight A's. But when you are not in church, there is something that you lack as a Christian or as a human being. The wisdom of God. The guidance of God. If you cut it off your life, you will not do well in life. Let me tell you, life, eh, life. See, you people don't understand this because you are children. But life, it, life doesn't require eight days to live. Even as a doctor, you know, I, when I finished medical school, I was average. We passed with 55, 60%. And the best students would have about 70, 72%. Yeah, we, they, we don't get 75, 80 and those things. <laughs> Once a while, you may meet a girl, the girls rather, a girl, who may hit 80. A girl. And once, rarely will a boy, but girls, they get those 85 things. <laughs> Because <laughs> nobody's worrying them. <laughs> <It's> when, <laughs> now, now, when we finish school, I noticed that the people in my class who were struggling even to pass the exams, they were quickly, they, they, they became specialists easily. Oh, yes. They became specialists easily. There's a guy who, there's a guy, well, no, I, can't, well, I can't mention his name. He had, you know, we had pass. Medical school had pass, credits, and distinction. I had pass. I didn't get credit. I didn't get distinction. Bishop had distinction. Yeah, I had pass. <laughs> Clap your hands. <laughs> they had distinction. I had a friend, one of my classmates. He was laughing at us, laughing at pastors, fooling, using Christian songs to make, he was in Commonwealth, using Christian songs to make like profane songs and so on. He was in the school. He was there. Can you believe it? When we finished school, medical school, I had a pass. I passed, pass, pass, pass. He had two credits. The guy who was using church songs as profane and something, he had two credits and a pass. One or two credits. But I remember him very, very intelligent. Three years ago, so he became a doctor in another country. I can't mention the name. Three years ago, he was arrested. Yes. A, a, a lady, I don't know whether it's true or not, but the lady said she came into the consulting room, whatever, whatever and he raped her. I don't know. There's a country where they don't take, yeah, they, they, they don't, you know, you listen to certain songs. Uh, when you see a girl, you want to practice the songs. Anyway, he went to jail. My friend, credit, credit pass. He went to jail. When he was released, he was sent back here. And there's also another person I've remembered. And then 
I, I just heard recently when I traveled that he has gone back to another country, I mean, prosperous country. I don't want to mention the countries. And starting again. So there, he's starting again. So, so, so what I'm saying to you is that when you are in church, the things you are hearing, eh, huh, they are a part of the life that we are living. That when you put aside God, another friend, another guy, this was not a, he was my senior in school. He was a distinction student. Yeah, he had a D, D, a, a D, a D and a credit. One of the top. His class, the two girls had distinctions all through. Two girls. It's rare to have a distinction. Rare. Credits, not easy. So average, we, the average, we did pass. This guy had a distinction and a, two distinctions also. By the way, he finished school, went abroad. He wrote an exam. I didn't pass it. But we all wrote exams I didn't pass. Then he tried again. I didn't pass it. He had to try it again because he's very intelligent. He left. We were here in Ghana. We heard he had come. Mm, what is this guy? Strange. He had come. We were all surprised because people like us who didn't whatever, who were even passing our exams. After a week, we heard that he, he checked into a hotel somewhere in Ghana, I don't want to mention that, and killed himself. Oh, yes. He slashed his wrist and bled in the hotel room. And it was in the news. It was in the news, newspapers, graphic times, or doctor commits suicide in a hotel room. Because <laughs> you need something more than intelligence. Something more than distinction to be able to even withstand the failures of life. I, 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 I guess he was not used to failing because he was always passing every. I am even surprised how he could fail that exam he wrote. Even I passed. I passed it. I just didn't continue. Ladies and gentlemen, little ladies and little gentlemen, listen to me very carefully. I'm talking about the wayward child. But before I talk about that child, I'm talking to you, child. That be very careful because God, I don't know who you are and why, but God has given you the best, the things you are hearing at your age. I never heard it at your age. I didn't even know they existed. God has put you, like, like this man, he built a house and put the children in it. Like you also, we have built a church and put you in the church. But there is a child who doesn't like sausages. He doesn't like conflicts. Doesn't like toast. Doesn't like eggs. He wants to move away from where there are eggs. And chew grass and eat with pigs. But the great thing about this boy is that I admire him. Because not even many people can return. He returned, but it was not the same. That's, that's, that's the point I'm making. That if you break your course, because life also is a course. If you break your course and you go and spend four years, seven years in the world, clubbing, fooling. You see, right now at your age, you don't even understand what I'm saying. But you buy the message and keep it. When you go and you return, you will not return to be like us. That is what you must get into your coconuts. You will not return to be with us in SHS. 
I've been standing here. Look at me standing here. It's, it's been 32 years. 32 years I got born again. I'm standing here. I didn't get born again last week or last Christmas. Yeah. It's a consistent walking with God. Not shifting. Believing God. Trusting him. I was 16 years. 16 years. I've been through my 20s. Through my 30s. Through my 40s. I'm standing here. But there are some people who feel that they can poo-poo on God. Walk away from God. And then when life beats them, because you see, you will return. Malachi chapter 3 verse 8. Put it up. And when ye shall return, then shall ye return. That's a Bible, not a poem I wrote. Then shall ye return. You will return. Tell your neighbor, you will return. Yeah. When you go, uh, you will return. And discover that there is a difference between those who stayed. I said, those who stay, I pray that you don't go. I pray you don't go on any excursion. Ask me about, do you like excursions? Some of you girls sitting here, you look very sober, soft, tender, holy, pure, Christ-like. But when we add six years to your years, then you see that all the enzymes in your body will come out. He said, then shall ye return. Look for it. Turn your Bible. Look for it. I'm also looking for it. Malachi 3.18. Yes. Please read it, Reverend Kobe. Then shall ye return and descend between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. There will be a difference. When you go, you will come back. This boy, you see, this is the Bible. Oh. This boy, you should have seen him in the nightclubs. You would never have believed that he, he, was, able to, he was capable of returning. With girls, chilling, drinking vodka, smoking cigars, and girls around, dancing, and the blue lights, red, it was that he had money. You would never have believed it. Even when he got broke, he still did not want to return. Because what, you see, by all means you return, but let it be. If I don't go, but if you go, return. Yes, because God has got different... When I was in school, primary school, I had a teacher. He had different kings. Oh, yes. There was a normal slender one. Slender and short. Slender, long. And then there was one thicker. And a little thicker. Then there was a king, like the size of my thumb. Big and long. And then apart from that... The man had time on. He was a teacher. I remember him. Then he had the medium and the big ones. Another one. Another one. In petrol. <laughs> yes. So these ones were the dry ones. Yeah. And then there were some in... So, so, and if you get the petrol one, the one, the, 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 the medium one or the fat one, which has soaked petrol, if he gives you one... You poo-poo right there in your shorts. <laughs> I, I, I hope that only a slender king will let you return. Like if God sees that you, you lose your money, you don't come back. You join yourself to somebody who sends you to feed pigs. You see, this is a Jewish story, so 
when they use pigs, it means that you have sunk to the lowest. Pigs, a Jew and pig. It means that it's like, it's almost like you are walking in town naked. That still did not let the boy return. Then God used the big one, the big cane in petrol. Yes, shaved him for. And that cane made him start eating, about to eat with pigs. In fact, the Bible says he would fain, he, he almost failed his stomach. So he began to eat it. Only that Charlie, he didn't want to fill his stomach. That is where he returned. And I'm saying that if you return, return early. Tell your neighbor, if you will return, return early. But do not go. I'm speaking to those of you dancing here. Look, this same church, Reverend Kobe will tell you. Here, this church, these people who dance here. There was a girl dancing here. Here. Today. She's pregnant and is somewhere. Here. One day, she will return with her two children. But she cannot return to sit where you are sitting. She'll be at the back. God has arranged No, but you cannot cut three years of your education and return and continue. So back now to the message as I end. You must have compassion. The people Jesus loved. What, see, many people talk about this story. They analyze the story. And they say, they say that the, the, the essence of the story is that no matter how far you've gone, no matter what you've done to yourself, when you come back, the Father is there to receive you. It's called the Father's love. It's called the Father's love. But there's more. There's more. When you meet a wayward child, you are in school, class four, class six, JHS one. You are in a class, and you said your pastor has preached that even the boys who watch pornography in the class, you must love. Yes, you must love them. You must love them. But you cannot live like them. The father's love. The father's love. Listen carefully, I'm ending. The love of the father. The love of Christ does not allow you to descend into the gutter. You cannot win somebody by smoking with him. Neither can you win somebody by watching a little pornography with him. Then when you finish, you say, let's go to church. No. No, I'm, I'm saying this because when you see somebody who is not born again, who is wayward, who doesn't fear God, who is godless, and you, you try to win the person to the Lord. Be very careful you don't jump into the ocean with the person. Because that tendency exists. The Bible says that evil communication corrupts good manners. 
It's also true in the Bible that evil, if you, if you work with somebody, look, you will be surprised at the evil you can do. The evil. And that evil will come when you, whenever you are with a wayward child. A child who doesn't go to church. A child who speaks and insults pastors. Be very careful because if you are not strong, you will be like them. Now, Jesus went to a town called Jericho. In Luke 19. Luke chapter 19. Let's read and close. Luke chapter 19. What must be the outcome of your interaction with a wayward child? Verse 1 of Luke chapter 19. And Jesus entered and passed on through Jericho. Jericho. Two weeks ago, I was in Jericho. Yes, I was in Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. That is a chief unbeliever. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. He was not tall. You know, when there are a lot of people it's only the tall ones who can, you know, see what is ahead. If you are short, you can also, you know what, if you are short, you can see. If you are very short, you just have to see through the legs. <laughs> but that is a dwarf. That is one is a dwarf. So, 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 so let's get serious. Zacchaeus, he was short. So he couldn't see through. So he ran, verse 4. He ran before, that is, he ran ahead of Christ. And climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. When I was in Jericho, I went to see the sycamore tree. Yes, it's there, walled. Yeah. It's very rare. Very, very rare to find it now. But there was a sycamore tree. There were some people, from pilgrims from America, some Ukrainians, and so on, were also there. I took a picture by the sycamore tree. Yes. And I could see Zacchaeus up there. And I tried to be like Jesus. I said, Zacchaeus, come down. <laughs> you'll be there one day. <laughs> I said, you'll be there one day. Yes. Receive the plane ticket and the visa and the suitcases and the, and the things. So, let's get serious. This man... When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come where? Down. Are you all there? Come down. For today, I must abide at thy house. Yeah. Can you believe it? You and Christ in the house. (laughs) 
Jesus loves sinners. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. So remember, as he was coming down, a sinner was coming down. As Jesus was entering his house, he was entering the house of a sinner. Remember, because he loves sinners. He hates the sin, but loves sinners. And when they saw it, verse 7, they all murmured, saying that he was going to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord. Now, this is the point. Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I've taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day, a salvation come to this house for so much as he also is a son of Abraham. Abraham. Zacchaeus was a sinner and Jesus loved him. When you are doing outreaches, you will, there are different types of outreaches. One of them is door to door. You will enter the room of a sinner. You will sit with a sinner. But you must be very careful because what we are expecting from you that at the end of the day, you must not be doing what the sinner is doing, but the sinner rather must turn around and be like you. So Zacchaeus, when Jesus went into his house, Bible says he stood up and said, I have repented. When you are with unbelievers and you don't see repentance, begin to lace your shoes to back out. Yes. Begin to lace your shoes. Don't, don't, Don't be there forever. Don't be with them forever. You must you must have a mind that when if this person doesn't change, you 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 win a soul. Like what's your name, my dear? Peace, lovely name, peace, and you are Vivian. Yes. So, who is the shepherd? Who is the shepherd of the of the of the dancing stars? Here. What's his name? Gideon. Gideon. Okay. Nadia is away. You got born again three weeks ago or two weeks ago. Thank God to see you. We are happy to see you in church. You are dancing. Not not many people just join church. And are even dancing with the dancing stars. Clap your hands for Vivian and peace. Now, the people who are to follow them up, because they are are new converts, they must be cared for. They must be taught. If next week we are coming to call you, you say your mother is sick, so you can't come. Okay. We'll come again next week, the following week. When you come, say, you are sick. You can't come. All right. Following week, we come. Today, somebody went, no, last night, late last night, 
Somebody went to see a convert. I will come back to Janet, please. He went to the convert. Uh, she said, normally she goes there during the day. He's, he's, he, and he's fine. He receives him. They chat. But this time, I think she was a bit late, but she, she tried to still go. When she went, she knocked on the door. There was nobody. Nobody opened. And a little boy came and opened the door. When he opened the door, there was nobody in the room. There was a lady's handbag on the bed. I don't know why, she, if I was the one, I would have looked under the bed and gone into the uh, toilet to see what is. Oh, yes. 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 But um, he just looked in, saw the lady's handbag, and went out. When he, she left, just outside the gate, he saw the guy who he was even leading worship. No, yes, Brian, leading worship. Not, not leading, but in the worship team. He's been born again for some three, four weeks. Who should he see? This boy. This was around 9 p.m. Coming with a girl. His hand was around the waist of the girl. Yes. Yes. Arriving in the house. I'm sure ready for the night. So, oh, what is happening? The guy couldn't speak. So who is this lady? It's my friend. This, that. Uh, she spoke with her, with him, and prayed. Next week, she will try to call the guy to church. Hopefully, he will come. If he comes, who doesn't have such problems? We all, you know, get wayward once a while. But the point I am making is that for this lady now to call this guy to church four times, five times, and he's not coming. And he's rather proposing to the girl that he likes her. Because yesterday I heard of a lady shepherd following up a gentleman when he slept with her, with a guy. Today I even met one, another brother. He came to have a chat with me. He was counseling somebody, a young boy, a girl, Says he has some problems, you know. One week he met her, just one week. Problems talking to her before he knew it. They were kissing. Just today, he came. To, I don't even know what fire made him come to my office. What I'm saying is that all this peace and Vivian, we will not follow you forever. It's a promise I'm giving you. We will visit you. We will love you. Because there's nobody, nobody is beyond the saving power of the blood of Christ. But while we are visiting you, I don't know who will be in charge of Vivian and peace. And please don't assign a boy to, uh, to uh, especially Vivian. Yes. Girls should visit her. While we are visiting you, we are also mindful of our own salvation. It is our hope that by the time we come out of your house, you would have also spoken like Zacchaeus. That I've been bad. I have falsely accused people and taken their money. And I'm sending it plus half. 
But if you don't turn around, we cannot follow you forever. There is somebody else waiting for our attention. It is very important for you to understand. And as I sat in my office with this, today, today, wearing his suit, oh yes, I told him, in the, I said, you are, he came with her, with her sister. And I told her sister that this guy sitting here is a very good guy. He's a very, very good guy. He loves God. He wants to serve God. Who in his normal time, who, I mean, don't we have enough problems? Why should I leave my problems to come and visit you? He was there somewhere, and the lady called that. He wants to talk to her, him, and there's a problem. And he, he left what he was doing because he loves God. He wants people to be fine and to be stable. I'm preaching about the wayward child. But as he was going to visit the girl, he was not prepared for other options. To him, every girl is a girl who is just around to tell you her problems and will kneel down and say, shall we pray? But she was not the type who kneels down and prays. She was ready to kiss the boy. And I asked the boy, what else did you do? He said, nothing. He said, are you sure? He said, Bishop, we were, we were outside the house. I uh, said, so if we were inside the house, yeah. <laughs> we have done. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm preaching this message today when we've had three converts from an outreach done by these little boys and girls in the dancing stars. Clap your hands for them again. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't get a better news than this on Sunday. That these people were never a part of such a meeting. But are here because some little boys and girls went and did outreach. But remember, I'm telling you that. See, Jesus, by the time he left the woman's house. The, the, uh, I said the woman's house. Uh, Zacchaeus' house. Zacchaeus had repented. What we are expecting is the repentance of the lost soul. That lost soul must not make you rather repent. What does it mean to repent? To repent means to make a U-turn, to turn around. So it's just a change of mind. So you can change your mind. So I asked him, what was going through your mind as you were kissing the girl? He said, oh, Bishop, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that it happened, but I did not go to her with her mind to sleep with her. I said, I, I know. He said, we were sitting there, and we were, I was sitting by her talking. This is a young, he's 19 or 20. And before he knew it, the girl was bringing her lips to him. And I said, and, and what happened? And you also sat there with the lips. <laughs> yeah, waiting, waiting for the lips to come. <laughs> so I told him, I said, never say anywhere that the girl kissed you. Did you hear it? I said, never say anywhere. Never say it anywhere that the girl kissed you because your lips were waiting for her lips. One week, oh, one week, one. One day, two days, three days, four days, five days, six days, seven days, eight days. Sunday to Monday. So, he has met a wayward girl, loves the wayward girl, but has allowed the wayward girl to rather turn his life around. When we leave here, 
you are not only going to meet saints. You will meet sinners. Meet sinners. But I'm telling you, there is such a thing as you rather becoming corrupted and polluted. And when you are sensing that this person is not prepared to change, because let me tell you, everybody has what he believes. <laughs> everybody has what he believes. You cannot change what somebody believes. But if you believe your belief, keep believing your belief as I believe my belief. Oh, yes, yes. Believe what you are believing. I also have what, may, may your faith in God be strong enough to resist any overtures, any attempts by a worldly person. Jesus, to the point that he was accused. One day, somebody will accuse you that you are eating with sinners. Don't worry. All we are expecting is that that sinner should repent. If that girl, if that boy is so hardened that he rather wants to change you to start watching pornography, I beg you, turn around, shake the dust off your feet and go to the next waiting person who perhaps may be the one God has for you to save. To live Christ, you can't walk about looking down on unbelievers. You see a smoker. When I was 13, Eddie, how are you? How old are you? 11. Okay, so two years. When you are 13 years, remember me. At that age, I was smoking. Yes. Can you believe it? <laughs> you meet them. Don't look down on them. Don't look down on the 16-year-old girl who is fornicating. Don't look down on that boy, 18 years, on drugs. Let your heart beat for them. Have compassion. But remember, they, they can turn you around. Yes, they can turn you around. But may you be a Christ who turns Zacchaeus' life. When he, when he encounters your life, when he encounters you, may he say that honestly, I have been stealing. But from today, I will never. All things are passed away. Everything is new. May you love the wayward child. But be careful not to let their waywardness dilute your Christianity. Rise to your feet. <laughs> lift your two hands. Everybody. Uh, no, actually don't lift your two. Hold the hand of the person standing by you. Yes. We are going to pray. We are going to pray. And we are going to ask the Lord for strength. Say strength. How many of you have met wayward guys and girls before? Wayward. Really? At your age? You've met them already? I see. Wow. Let me see your hand again. You mean you've seen a girl who is wayward? What was she doing? Why do you say she was wayward? Or a guy? A girl? Why do you say she was wayward? It's very like bad going to the poolside and just poolside. But what is wrong with going to the poolside? We all swim with guys, all kinds of dresses, like 
too bad. Bad, bad. Poolside. Uh, so it's not only good things that happen at, at poolside. Poolside in the morning or afternoon? It was her birthday, so around the af- in the afternoon. Uh, afternoon, they can't do anything in the poolside. <laughs> uh, what she was wearing? It's like, mm, the guys. The guys were bad, 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 bad guys. Yeah. Who else has met some bad guys before? Some wayward guys. Who else? You've met somebody who is wayward? Who? You? What type of person was that? What was the person doing? They like girls fornicating and stuff. In school or in your area? School and my area. And did you try to talk to them about Christ? Yes, some are even my friends. Good. And all of them changed? Not all, but some. Some. And some did not change. So what happened to those who didn't want to change? Uh, They are around. They were rather chasing you. They were not chasing you. No. Is there anybody here who has met a wayward person who rather wanted to affect you, your life? Who, who? You. You met somebody like that? A girl or a guy? A guy. Tell us a story. I was inviting him to the church and he was like, he loves me. Ah, so he didn't come to church. Did he end up coming? He said he likes you. But he didn't come to the church. So, so what did you do to his love? Nothing. So where is he now? In the house. So what I'm preaching about is true. Yes. You can meet somebody who will change you. No. <laughs> no, not you. I'm saying, is it possible to meet somebody who wants to turn your life around? Yes. Who else has met someone like that? You've met somebody who wanted to change you. Tell us. I didn't know the message was practical. Yes. Um, actually, I went to visit a person. She, she said she's having an issue. So I was going to counsel her. You're going to counsel the girl? Yes. Easy. <laughs> so um, when I got there, um, interestingly, she was only covered with a cloth. Ah. Uh, uh, it was a coffin. Coffin covered with a cloth. Oh, cloth uh, around her. But she called you to go and counsel her, or you were rather going to counsel? Um, I was going because it was part of my routine work. Yes. Routine work as what? As a what? Mostly, I visit um, people in our church, their youth, and um, those who are having issues. I settle it with them, lead them into Christ, and those things. So you were going to lead her into Christ. So she was covered with a cloth. So, what happened to the cloth? <laughs> so, when I entered there, when I saw it, like, I panicked more. Of, your, of course, you panic. Is she a grandmother or a young girl? Oh, um, she's like my age. I see. So, what did you do? Okay, so, I asked her what she going through and everything. And by the time I was speaking with her, she just got on her feet. And um, she turned to my direction and, um, yes, removed the cloth. (laughs) Hey! Hey! So what did you do? Oh, um... (laughs) 
I don't know that. You sat there and began to pray. Is that what you did? Oh, um, actually, that day was, I, I don't know what God did, but um, when, I, when she did it, um, I didn't watch. But then, what I... You look small, one. Ah, bye. Ah, you, 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 you. Uh, and what happened? Yeah, so, um, I told her one thing, that um, if she loves me, Sex is not the way to express her love to me. If that is it, then the prostitutes are those who love them all. So I would admonish her to put everything back. But I started sweating profusely. So, so you must go for counseling and visit with a towel. Yes. You began sweating profusely. Oh, opana. Opana. Do you think he went to the house with her mind to go and sleep with a girl? No, no. He was serving God. But you need to understand. Yes. At your age, you are having experiences that are fantastic. So you left the house. Oh, okay. Actually, um, what God did was that by the time I was done with my statement, she had covered herself and she went back to her room. I mean, to the other, there was a curtain. So she went. Uh, so you went behind the curtain. She went behind the curtain. You were before you. So she went behind the curtain, changed, and came back to sit by me, and we had a wonderful. Oh. Day. Is there anybody who met a wayward person who changed and followed you to church, and is now in church? Is there anybody like that? You met somebody who was wayward, a bad boy or a bad girl, but today is in church. Let me see your hand. Who? You met someone like that. Wayward. Come and tell us your story. Um, Bishop, I met um, a gentleman. Oh, a guy? Yes, two years ago. And he's a TikTok guy. So we went to an evangelist. TikTok? Yes. So um, we talked to him, and he's actually into worldly raps. So he didn't want to come to church. So we, I was then, we were then in Philadelphia Chapel. So he started coming for Basel. And now he's in Chile. When we say Philadelphia, say it was not America one. This one is OEB. Philadelphia Chapel in Divine Encounter uh -huh. Center. No, no, when you say somebody may think you live, you have been to Philadelphia before. That's, I'm just correct. Enter. But now he's in Tulips and then he's singing. Oh, he's in church. Tulip Square. Yes, Colin Zosai. And you brought him to church. Yes. He was wayward. Unbelieving, and it's now born again. Clap your hands for Ivy. Clap your hands. So we are praying. Lift your hands and let's pray that the Lord will give you strength, strength to stand against any storm, anything that would want to turn your life around into an unbeliever. Open your mouth and begin to pray right now. Yes, that you will stand. Pray. Hold the person's hand. Say, Lord, strengthen me and strengthen him. Strengthen me and strengthen her. Pray right now. Pray. Pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this word we've heard today. We release into our lives strength, supernatural, divine strength, Lord. Father, I ask for strength for my life, for myself, and for my sister. 
for my brother in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus you want us to love wayward people to love the unbelievers thank you Jesus that as we go about deliver us from evil deliver us from evil may we have the wisdom the understanding may, may, may your hand keep us may your hand preserve us may, hand, may, may your hand ward of evil in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we stand we stand on our feet stable established as overcomers as overcomers in the name of Jesus as overcomers in the name of Jesus that we will not be overcome with evil but we will rather overcome evil in the name of Jesus father we thank you father we thank you in Jesus name we pray close your eyes now if you are here today and you are not born again maybe your friend invited you you came for flaming fire yourself today I want to pray for you yes the word of God has come I'm telling you that you are nothing less than five years wiser than your age because you came for the service today but as every eye is closed every head is bowed you want to say pastor pray for me I want to surrender my life to Jesus Christ I want to be born again without looking to the left or to the right every eye closed if you are here you want to be born again lift up your right hand I want to pray for you right now yes this is your day pastor pray for me I want to give my life to Christ lift your right hand up, up high thank you Lord thank you Lord for our salvation thank you Lord for the blessing of knowing you and working with you preserve us and cause us to change our generation to your glory in Jesus' name.